over in the, I guess the evening or afternoon over there, Kalika, who was uh, known as uh, Midnight Pers- Persona, right? Am I getting that right? Yep, Midnight Persona. Yeah, and you were a cosplayer uh, over in, uh, where you, or uh, what part are you from? I am uh, in Vegas. How is cosplaying in Vegas? Uh, I mean, about the same everywhere else. We just dress up and go to cons and stuff. Well, not right now, but just small I, community. Yeah, I've not heard of the... I know cons are in Vegas in some degree. There are tech conventions and all that. I've never seen what cosplay looks like in Las Vegas or in Vegas. I mean, we, yeah. we have like three major conventions we don't have a lot but a lot of our traffic for conventions are in california like a lot of the vegas uh con goers will go to cali for a lot of our big cons so you often travel outside of vegas for conventions yeah when i could get the chance to oh that's that was really cool i mean what got you into wanting to be a cosplayer uh back in like 2009 I went to my first con and I already knew how to sew and like I used to make like little plushies and things like that well I still do a little bit but uh after seeing that people actually dress up for fun I was like oh this is a skill set I have I can make things so I just kind of jumped right into it and how was that experience with your first con cosplaying uh, the it's first time I ever went to a con cosplaying, it's actually pretty fun. It was a little strange because I didn't really have like, like my first cosplay I've ever done was Paninia from Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, so very few people knew who I was, but she was a favorite character of mine. So it was a fun experience, but it was mostly really chill. Yeah, I would figured. I mean, I've been to conventions, not even cosplaying for a while. And I mean, I... I Cosplaying is sort of a bonus, but I'd figure just people having fun at cons. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm glad that all of it was fun to be at cons. I mean, a lot of cosplayers are missing cons right now, and they're all figuring out what to do while yeah. cons are not here. Yeah. Uh, and luckily, you're also an artist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, don't know how that will play into... Uh, right now like how are you even handling your uh, creative passion for cosplay and even as an artist uh well cosplay wise luckily i joined tiktok like two three years ago so it kind of sparked me to continue to do more stuff on tiktok doing more skits and i use youtube and i kind of just do like a Little skits, because when cons were more often, I would do masquerades or the cosplay competitions. So I would take the ideas from that and just kind of put them into TikTok. And uh, as an artist, a lot of times uh, I just try to promote where I can because uh, I'm what you would also call a con artist, where I would sell buttons and different things at conventions. So with conventions being closed down, it's a little difficult, but I get... uh, commissions where i can so how do you for someone who is say struggling on that because i've talked to artists who are having trouble getting sales online like what are how are you going about it 
uh, most of the time. I just kind of try to keep up with doing at least like weekly drawings to post up and then kind of try to share them around just using, I guess, the right hashtags, but it is really, really hard in general. So you just have to kind of keep sharing and keep boosting the best you can. I see. And do you, so are you more focused on your art or your cosplay at the moment? Or are you just trying to balance through both of that? Uh, I'm doing my best to balance both, but a lot of my focus does go into cosplay because it's just a kind of stress reliever. So like I push art when I can to kind of, cause that's more of my job, but cosplay is more of my stress relief. Okay. So being an artist is your day job. Mm-hmm. That is still really interesting though. Being able to use your creative passion for something that can, uh, you know, turn into something to uh, help pay the bills or help pay something. Yeah. Uh, although cosplay from my understanding is also expensive and the fact that people are making costumes for cons that aren't there that's interesting do you you feel like holy crud i worked so hard on this cosplay and i can't go out anywhere then what's the point um sometimes it gets overwhelming like that um what I try to do to balance it out is when I have worked really hard on cosplays, well, first off with the pandemic, I kind of slowed back on creating big projects just so that way I can have a little more relaxation, but I just try to balance it out by doing photo shoots around my house or outside of my house, like outside my door, like on the porch and doing like little things like that. So at least I can post them online to share because yeah, it does get overwhelming to think that, you know, you work really hard on a costume that really won't get showcased. But if I do little photo shoots, um, at least I can showcase them online and then I'll still have that costume for when cons are safe again. So there's that. And how are you doing these photo shoots? Uh, most of the time I put up a backdrop in my house. I find a space to put up a backdrop or props or on my porch, we have like a little patio set where I'll do a few photos there and my husband will take my pictures or I'll do self photography. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, the, the fact that you have someone there to help you out with all this and you're not doing all this by yourself. Yeah. He's been a really big help during this time. So it really helps to have him uh, do the, at least the bigger photo shoots where I know I can't really function or move in the costume. He'll take the pictures for me, but uh, other times I'll just set my camera up on a tripod and just shoot a few pictures. Yeah. Does ever go like, Oh, okay, fine. I'll do your freaking photo shoot. Will you order <laughs> pizza for me after this? No, he's actually really, really good. He, he doesn't really, have any problem with taking pictures for me uh, as long as I work around his work schedule of taking my pictures he tends to just kind of be like oh yeah you need me to shoot something okay care. cool let's let's go do that let's get that done well, he's, uh, a, he's a yes man you, you married a gentleman yeah um, he's pretty chill yeah okay that, that's good you, you don't have one of those husbands like why do I have to do this no leave me alone no okay. he helps me out so much stuff like, bed, like oh, every night so i okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
though. He helps me a lot and he'll be like, uh, he'll take my shoots, my photos for me. And then we'll just sit back and play like League of Legends or something. So we'll, you know, interchange and just chill and hang out. And he helps me with convention stuff too, when it was uh, more relevant, uh, carrying my product and selling the product and everything. That's good. So you two are fit to for each other, and yeah. uh, which is wonderful. Always be with someone who makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, from your Instagram, you have around five thousand followers. Now you might say that m- that may not be a lot, but that still is plenty of people looking at your uh, work, which yeah. is really cool. That's on the road to. Well, I mean. I know that your biggest motivation to cosplay is the well, unless of you were to think that fate or getting the views and the likes is more important. But I, I mean, I'd figure with all these cosplayers I've talked to, they just all love cosplaying, and the following is there when it comes. Uh, Okay, I don't even know if I, that was <laughs> English right there, but I just. I just jumbled between <laughs> senses. You're good. Uh, like my biggest motivation is always kind of putting a smile on people's faces and having fun. Um, having the following is really great, uh, mostly for promotion purposes. Uh, like I don't, it's not the most important thing, but if you do want to make cosplay a bigger career, it is important. It's just not the most important thing. I'd much rather make someone smile with a costume or make someone laugh or giggle than, you know, worry about how much I'm, you know, how many views I'm getting. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You said that art is your job or your day job, but you actually have a bigger following on your cosplays than you do on your art. Yeah, I've been uh, doing a lot more cosplays due to uh, stress and just trying to get myself to relax. So uh, I used to have a larger following in my art uh, through older websites like DeviantArt and stuff like that. Oh, but... okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's where you messed up there. DeviantArt is where you go to find like bestiality and... and, and... Yeah. <laughs> it, I... It's not the best website, which is why my following was bigger on there just in general because I used to post my art like for like uh eight years ago like I would I had my platform on there for a very very long time but when I moved to Twitter and Instagram my following's a lot smaller because I wanted to get away from that you know platform uh, uh, you know I, I like how you said I want to get away from that platform like you were just molested by it. you know I, I I'll tell you when I was a teenager I was molested by uh, Devin R2 i I told a story because I also have TikTok. I told a story to uh, some woman I had stitched that uh, when I was a teenager, I got introduced to DeviantArt because I was a big fan of Pokemon. And I was like, man, I want to see some Pokemon art. And I think it was about Lucario. And I'm like, okay, I want to check out some Lucario art. And uh, well, there was a picture of Lucario and Kirby and then there was a little thing in between <laughs> both of that. And I was like, yeah, oh, this is a kid's game. I'm, I'm, I'm only 14. I discovered this. <laughs> Deviator well, is not a safe place. <laughs> you discover Pokey Peary or uh, whatever. Uh, it's called. Yeah. Uh, 
it, it's not it's not a safe place like not if you're trying to take your art to a bigger professional realm like if people some people I mean, get really could've. lucky hey you know what there is there is a profession for that i mean yeah there <laughs> is but like i think some people got lucky on DeviantArt where it kind of picked them up and made them famous while other people kind of got stuck in the realm of the fetishy bad side of it where of course there's a profit in that but if you're just trying to draw and just you know like be a concept artist or things like that it's not the best <laughs> in fact they tend to recommend that you make your own website for art stuff but i haven't been able to do that quite yet well you got a really nice hub for all your links to to before you even get to because when you go to your instagram and you go to the link it's a uh, midnight uh, persona card uh, so it's one of these templates you could use, but yeah, I love the, I mean, did you design the menu here where it's got like lots of cutesy? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I used the program to help me out, but uh, I kind of put it together the way I wanted to look. Cause I've seen a few other people do the cards and I just wanted to be simplistic, but still super cute because it kind of fits my personality. Yeah. I, I really like it. I mean, and you, Thank you. you have, also people you're partnered with too i mean that's awesome i also yeah. noticed on tiktok you actually have an even bigger falling like are almost fifty thousand. yeah so you're growing in one way or another to where you have partnerships with humble partner gamer glam and uh midnight stars uh no that's my own personal tag oh. but i'm uh the midnight stars is the code for kitty knot yeah yeah but that's cool. I mean, you got sponsorship going on. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of that, and I'm working. I'm do, I'm doing my best to get uh, everything out there and going. Now, for any aspiring creative that looks up and's like, man, I would like to get sponsorship. What kind of advice do you have regarding that? Um, honestly, just try to look at certain companies and when they're opening up. Uh, PR and like try to send them like I was taught by a friend how to write up like a professional um, letter and message to kind of just shoot your shot and send them a message to say hey I was wondering are you looking for any PR are you looking for any uh, sponsors or anybody to help I'm a cosplayer I have all of this different things and to kind of make a little professional message to kind of just talk to them and just uh, open up because it doesn't really happen unless you shoot your shot. You know, sometimes you're lucky enough to have people come to you, but uh, most cases um, I talked to them and was like, hey, what's up? You know, uh, I just wanted to know what you what your plans were and if you guys were open to sponsoring people and things like that. And I got picked up by them. That is awesome. But just, yeah, I mean, you're, you're already making the money and I'm, I'm, I'm not like, the reason I even focus on money is that the fact that it is possible to yeah. uh, have a creative passion you really love and to make mm -hmm. that, or at least part of that, your day job, which yeah. I think is uh, definitely a wonderful thing to embrace, even even if you're like, you're just grateful for, I mean, it's not about the views, but what I'm trying to get at is that this is something you want to do and you're- Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. Like I- uh, like I said, 
back when I first started, uh, I didn't know it was even possible to have a kind of career in cosplay or anything like that. But for me, it was it, it was something that I was super passionate about that after at least like five years to almost 10 years in it, I was like, I wonder if I can push this a little further and kind of start to try to get a career out of it because it's something I already spend hours and hours into doing. So why not try to at least benefit a little bit off of it? And views, once again, are not 100% the focus, but it does help to push the career forward. Yeah. Why do you love cosplay though? Or, I mean, why do you love doing uh, cosplay and art? Uh, with cosplaying, I think sometimes it feels good to just be out of the reality of everything sometimes yeah. to like find a new place to kind of put yourself. And I think that with me, I always feel like my personality is very like neutral. Like I'm just kind of, I'm nice and I'm, I'm quiet and pretty normal, I guess, for the most part. But then when I put on costumes, I can be a whole new character. I can be a whole new person and I can experiment with different types of personalities. It, it's almost like feeling like you're being an actor to kind of be something different for once to get away from the harshness of the world, you know? Yeah. And art's, art's kind of the same way, you know? You kind of lose yourself for a while just drawing and, you know, diving into a different reality to just you know, have fun with and play with colors and everything. Yeah, I mean, you're having so much fun with that, especially with cosplay. And you mentioned from the reality of the world, because the other thing is you have uh, things like support Black Girls Code and then Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. uh, you, I mean, I'm hoping that, I mean, this is kind of a long stretch to even ask or even say, but do you feel welcomed as a cosplayer well honestly it's it's depends on the space obviously in our community there are very there are a lot of problems like there as much as it is happy and wonderful and it's a great hobby to be into there are a lot of problems there are a lot of racism problems there are a lot of fat phobia problems there's a lot of issues with other cosplayers and especially now that the cosplay community has gotten so vast into the I guess normie realm as some people might put it it's become a more mainstream that the problems start to peak even more so while I've built my own little community that I feel super welcomed in when we open it up to a vaster you know a vast amount of people it it's difficult some people will accept you and enjoy what you do, but there are a lot of people who will look at me, especially being a chubby black woman and say that I don't belong and that I don't look like the characters and I shouldn't be there and I shouldn't, you know, do what I do. And, and so it's like hard, it's hard to say that I don't feel welcome because I have a community I feel welcomed in, but then there is always going to be people who want to push me out. And do you think that, with the community you do feel welcome to, and hopefully that being that growing th that you know there are people who do love you for what you do and who you are yeah that empower you to still keep going uh oh, yeah is there times where you feel like you just don't want to cost weight because of all that i mean yeah like i i feel incredibly blessed to have the following that i do and the friends that i've made over the years but yeah, there are some times, there have been multiple times where I've gone, I just want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. Because sometimes it, 
they get really, really hard, you know, like everyone deals with bullying in their own way, but um, certain aspects about me being black and chubby, it's, it's really rough, especially with the state of the world and the way that the world is very much so can be racist and can be very fat phobic. So it's like, as much as I love it, there are plenty of times where I sit down and go, do I want to go through posting up this cosplay and knowing that people are going to say something? And it's like, there's very specific cosplays that I know. And normally they're the waifu type characters like Miku or Yunogase or, you know, those very popular characters. <laughs> well, the popular characters in pop culture, because there's Hatsune Miku from Vocaloid. Okay, I know and, that. I know that chick. Um, and Yunagase um, is from Future Diary. She's a very, very popular uh, horror. She is what people call the original Yandere character. I'll, I'll tell, so I'll tell you, I <laughs> started getting back into anime, and I'm I'm still on uh, My Hero Academia and Hayaku. Is it? So I'm, I'm- Haiku. I, yeah, I'm I'm getting back into anime. I'm easing myself back in. All these yeah. other animes, uh, there there was there's one like I've been to anime cons so long without diving into anime, and I'm back in. I'm glad because I'm really enjoying the heck out of My Hero Academia. But oh, yeah. I I was at a convention in a, a yeah I, I think it was Anime Dallas or something, but. Mm-hmm. I'm from Texas, of course. Yeah. Texas. And in the anime Dallas, there was a costly contest where these Dragon Ball uh, voice actors were uh, listing the names of the anime. And it went from things that I recognize, like uh, <laughs> Yu Hakushu and mm-hmm. uh, Vocaloid, as you said. There's also uh, some other anime that I've watched. But then it went from that to... You knew Hatu Kubibia, and then uh, Gigi Mama Suchi uh, Smoochie Cookies, or something like that. And I, I just like re- hearing all the names of all these other anime. I'm like, holy crud! Yeah. Uh, so. If you leave the anime scene for like two seconds, it comes up with a bunch of new series that you would have even never, <laughs> never thought about. Like. Uh, I, I feel that I think there was only a few months that I stopped watching anime and then I was like, where did all these new series come from? I, I, it's only been like a month or two. Oh. There's a, there's one on Hulu about that looks like 50 shades of gray to me. And I, I don't <laughs> have the name on me right now, but it is yeah. a, a, uh, a magical black or not black, uh, magical uh, uh, maid. Mm-hmm. I, and him her and and this guy trying to get together i don't know i might (laughs) that sounds like maid sama i think that's what it was called i i don't i don't know i'm I'm trying to (laughs) but yeah when you mentioned that i was like okay i don't know what the heck she's saying but i (laughs) i i totally yeah thumbs up Uh, i'll get to that anime eventually there was like a thousand popular animes i haven't seen yet i haven't even seen attack on titan or hunter x Mm. hunter so i'm uh, I'm behind on a lot of big anime, but that's, that's understandable. That's understandable. I know some of my friends get uh, upset that I still haven't seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and One Piece. I haven't seen that either. That's a that's one that I keep hearing about. Mm-hmm. Like I, 
I'm not a big fan of the muscly dude style anime, so I'm like, eh. Like my exception is Dragon Ball Z because I grew up with it, but it's not really my my style or my type of thing. I like. I kind of grew out of Dragon Ball because I when I was a kid I loved it, but then growing up and seeing it as an adult, it's just a bunch of uh, muscle people screaming and blasting <laughs> each other all the time. I'm like, all right. Yeah, most shonen are kind of rinse repeat though. A lot of shonen is rinse, re- rinse, repeat. Well, hey, not you, not well. I, I don't know, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it doesn't mean it's bad. But a lot of shonens do take after the whole we're fighting, and then there's a tournament, and now we're fighting. Well, but it's, it's like Goku has to uh, get uh, to be Super Saiyan, and then he has to be Ultra Saiyan, and then God Saiyan, and then what the God of Gods Saiyan, and then. <laughs> Uh, every time they fight though it's one person beams another thing at uh, another enemy and then they come back to life at a later season i'm like okay i mean yeah it's it's (laughs) easy as heck i i think i can enjoy for it but i mean when that series keeps going on i'm like okay i'm because they they brought back broly and and yeah. other villains i'm like okay that's like, not for me there are people for me it's a guilty pleasure but like i i get where you come from because it's the same stuff but yeah, like i feel a lot of uh naruto and one piece because those series kept on going mm-hmm. going and i'm like i can't follow everything because it keeps on going and repeat yeah uh, I'm also that type of person where I was like, give me a good 12 episode, 24 episode anime. That's just really good plot line, really good story, and I'm good. Well, I don't mind it going in season if you have something to tell, but just get to an end, like a conclusion. Like it doesn't, it's not too bad if it goes on, but I do like a just good story that has an end plot, you know? And if they bring up a season two, cool. But if they don't, I'm happy, you know? Yeah. Um... So there's another thing. As a artist or a cosplayer, I've heard something that keeps going, or that that uh, other people keep experiencing. It's called, uh, well, I mean, you know, it is plagiarism. Mm-hmm. Do you experience plagiarism in any form with your work? I mean, as an artist, I've only run into it about one time and it was a really, really old piece of artwork I had that someone had basically traced over and had drawn and I had kind of discussed with them and they took down the piece. But luckily as an artist, I haven't really run into it all that much, but uh, I haven't posted a lot of art in a little while. So there's probably that. And as a cosplayer, it's very hard to say that someone has copied you especially coming off of the fact that you are cosplaying a character that does not belong to you. Well, as in, you do see it more in TikTok only because if you stylized a video in a cosplay in a specific way and to the T, someone has copied, you know, 100% how that video was played out, the hand motions, the, the movement of the dance, the movement of everything that you're doing, then it does happen and it does happen frequently in TikToks. But there's always the argument everyone always brings up to say that, you know, well, you can't copy someone in cosplay because we're all cosplaying fake characters and yada, yada, yada. I do think it's very important to credit people, even if you're inspired by them. But it's 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 difficult. I haven't personally had it happen to me too much uh, through cosplay. I've had people kind of feel inspired by me to do the same thing uh, with 
not really crediting me, but like you can kind of tell when you post something up and then like a few days later, someone posts the exact same thing in the exact same way. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. But you can't, it's really hard to call people on things and say that because nothing's really as original as you believe it to be half the time. I just think you should credit people if you do feel inspired by them because what does it hurt to say hey I got this idea from this person and I thought it was really cool you know yeah no I get you uh miss I just really love what you're doing and uh through your cosplay but just seeing you grow and even looking at your tiktok how much fun you have making videos and tiktok has become a very um popular platform for cosplayers mm-hmm. especially and i mean that's how i even first uh figured found out about tiktok was this whole trend of people going get that or uh that betty boop part like i i barely even remember it <laughs> i've seen cartoons i've studied animation i've seen cartoons of betty boop but not even that like yet that it or ring around i mean i don't even remember the name of it but uh it's like people two people duetting and then just dancing i, I don't know I, I can't even remember anything anymore but uh it's cool to see that there is some positivity going because it's important while it's important to be mindful of things going on in the world and Mm -hmm. not act like anything negative is just unwanted negativity Mm -hmm. but it's also important to keep yourself sane and know that you are worth it and I'm very glad that you have that spirit in you Uh, you. which I mean I get that's hard to keep (laughs) especially in 2021 with all the things going on in this world right now oh yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah it gets really hard to kind of keep with that you know happy-go-lucky spirit all the time just because the world is very cruel and the world is really harsh a lot of the time so trying to keep up the the happy positive things like I I do my best but I do also try to talk about things in the world and you know how things are uh, on my own platforms because it's very important to keep people informed and if I know I can't talk in a way that you know, helps to keep people informed, I'll do it or I'll share a friend who is an activist who talks very well or very highly uh, when I feel like I can't. So it, it's it's hard to balance out the negative, I guess, the negative aura that you get towards you versus trying to stay super positive and super happy-go-lucky all the time. Yeah, no, I'm totally good whatever helps you but i mean you're just a very lively woman like just looking at all the stuff that you do all the colors you put in your costumes and also your art as well you just put so much love into your work and just really uh, embracing yourself and i think that's the best thing to do uh, especially with the passion you got thank you uh, and you can find midnight persona pretty much you have everything on midnight persona dot karen dot co but uh, i mean you're on instagram twitter uh facebook i mean everything uh that's uh, very popular right now i mean you got it all right there people can email you for collab even your twitch is something that we haven't even talked about you have a twitch uh, yeah 
or you even do gaming or uh, or at least cosplay because i know twitch streamer i mean uh cosplayers they do uh twitch uh cosplay workshops or is that not yeah i I don't, I mostly do gaming, uh, mostly because I, when I work on my costumes, I kind of zone out and I'm just gone working on it. So I've been trying to see if I can do cosplay workshops, but I'm not super, like, I'm not really a teacher when it comes down to that type of stuff. So I just kind of spend my Twitch uh, gaming and using it as a relaxation, you know, sit down, chill with me, talk with me kind of thing. Yeah, that's a great thing to do. But all of that, I mean, you can... You got Cash App and Ko-Fi and all that, up, so everybody can support you if they love what they see. Yeah. I'll even put in the description as I do, and this will be on all audio pod or podcast platforms under Ponspress, <laughs> Facebook, Ponspress, Instagram, Ponspress, and uh, I'm on Twitter at ChasePon64. There will be little video clips video bites even though i've been talking to a logo which is fine i mean it's totally up to you if you even want to use your face but i do video clips of these podcasts recordings i i put out and i share them on insta reels and tiktok under pons press for both so miss i just hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and night uh, it's like is it two hours before over there i think so it's like about to be 5 30 okay so you gotta eat or something like that <laughs> i'm gonna eat soon okay. I, ha- I had a sandwich before i got on because i was like i'm hungry and i don't want to like pass out in the middle of doing oh, don't this. pass out what, <laughs> what, what were you thinking don't pass no! <laughs> i had to record i ate a sandwich before this because i was doing a bunch of recording and photo shoot stuff before this too <laughs> All right. Well, good. You ate. That's great. Now you can eat again. Well, okay. A little bit. I don't know how that even worked out. <laughs> Just have a great one. Yeah. Thank you so much.